Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Whiplash Comics, and we're presenting our very own podcast, Whipcast. This is a podcast for creative people, by creative people. Check it out. Are we live? We're live. This is it. First podcast, folks. Hello, hello, everybody. This is the Whiplash Podcast, or the Whipcast, as we like to call it. That's right, and we're the host. This is Reed Lucier. I'm Kale Boudreaux. And we are Whiplash Comics slash Whipcast. Whipcast slash whatever the hell we want to be, whatever yeah. we want to be. But uh, we really uh, started to this podcast, or wanted to start this podcast to really uh, give a shout out to all the creatives, local creatives in the city. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to work with a lot of people throughout our, our time with Man City Outbreak. And our careers. Uh, Reads, uh, well, you can let yeah. know what you do. Yeah, so uh, I'm a photographer and digital artist here in Vancouver, BC. Um, I've worked with many models and, and actors throughout the city. Uh, I met up with Kale. I had an idea to start a comic book called Van City Outbreak, and we're going to get into that soon. Uh, I was looking for a writer. And I put an ad on Craigslist. I met Kale. We had a beer. We shared some thoughts. Some couple beers. Yeah, a couple beers. Some poutine. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was pretty good. We we hit it off. We had some great ideas together, and and we we made it happen. Yeah. So um, I was uh, working in public relations, and um, I also was doing a little creative writing on the side. I've worked, you know, on some comics in the past, um, as well as doing, you know, some short stories and also worked on a video game um, and so I really wanted to uh, start a I've always wanted to do a zombie comic of some sort or some kind of zombie related theme because I've just been a huge fan of like the old you know Dawn the movies of the Dead. what's your favorite what's your favorite zombie movie it's probably Dawn of the Dead is it Zack yeah. Snyder the remake one yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like a, that one yeah I think that and Train to Busan for me yeah have you seen that I don't think I've seen that one. No, no, it's fucking amazing. It's all uh, it's all subtitles, but it's a really good watch. Oh, that's fine. I don't mind subtitles. Yeah. So basically, we uh, we met up and we're like, man, we wanna we wanna start this. Uh, we wanna make a zombie comic. Like, how do we do it? I had no idea how. I mean, we... <laughs> I had sort of an idea because I did a, a zombie theme photo shoot. I teamed up with some local actors, um, you, Sarah, and Roberto. And we kind of created a, a very short version of a comic book. It wasn't actually planned to be a comic book right off the bat. It was just kind of a theme shoot. And after I edited the first photo, I was kind of like, yo, this would look pretty awesome as a comic book. Tried to piece together what I could. So I showed that to Kale when we met up. Uh, he loved it. And I said, let's take this to the next level. And um, By the way, I've never seen compositing at that point or like what how he takes the pictures and then creates these you know 3d worlds around it and all the effects so when i saw those images i was my jaw dropped because i was like what i didn't know you can even do that yeah neither did i (laughs) (laughs) and i just freaking did it and uh that's kind of the fun part about it and that's um how long does it take you to make one of those uh like just one of those photos where it has like you know the little zombie girl with the balloon that you did pretty much a night so i'd probably say like at least a few hours wow there's a i I got a pretty good process now um like a workflow i usually do 
I edit the character, then I cut the character out, and I put them in a new background and start piecing together pieces. And um, like nothing ever matches right off the bat. Right. Color never matches. Perspective. Um, then you just add the fun parts, which is like the fire, yeah. the, the sparks, the smoke. That's pretty much my style now. I've kind of been working on that lately. So now when you see one of my photos, you're going to be like, wow, that's probably one of Reed's photos. Yeah. You kind of put your own stamp on it. Yeah. So then doing that for an entire comic book, it took a long time. <laughs> yeah. We, we had what? A uh, hundred pages? Total? Yeah. We got over a hundred pages. hundred pages. So if you, if you think one of those photos took a night... We had two comics that were about 50 pages each, and he <laughs> he had to do every single panel. That's a, And every panel is like essentially a different picture. Well, yeah, so I had to do every photo. I edited every photo, and then after the photos were edited, then you had to do the layout. So then you're trying to combine anywhere from, well, the easy ones were just the one-pagers. And then you got to combine two, three, four, five of those photos into one page. Break them up so it makes sense storyline wise. Then you got to add the text bubbles and the text and anything like, like the big text, like the kabooms and like, yeah, you know, the big smashing sounds or cracking of a head with a bat. And let me just tell you, um, sound effects for comics is probably one of the hardest parts of this. Just finding the right sound and then spelling it out correctly. It took us a long time to, a lot of research, a lot of like, yeah. what's kabam or kapow? What would what would make more sense for a yeah, we went through that quite a bit. What's the... Wow, you probably know. What's the word for it? It's like Ami something? Ami. I don't know. I had to look it up when I was looking for like zombie sounds. Oh, onomatopoeias? Yeah. Is that what it's called? It's it's a little different. Um, I believe that's just like the sounding of a word, but... Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'd be like, okay, I need a, like a zombie sound and like... Grrrr. Yeah, it's like... Grrr. Grrr. <laughs> and I was looking yeah. up all these different things and... Um, yeah, I found some pages and I started making like an Excel page with like zombie sounds, right. um, different like ping, bang, crack, all that kind of stuff. And just something for reference for when I was going through all the pages and probably the next issue and obviously looking at other comics. This whole thing is just, it's just been a huge process. Lots of learning. Tons of learning, yeah. Lots of mistakes. Like when you learning from mistakes. If traps. I knew from the start how much work it was going to be, I'd probably say screw this. Yeah, <laughs> or at least cut it to like twenty pages, like yeah. a normal comic. When it takes like over a year and a half of your life, uh, like at nights. Um, and like how many rewrites we've done, how many meetings we've done, how many, like, just trying to figure out how to even get this going. Yeah, and we're still figuring it out. I mean. Yeah, I mean, we put out the, the first two issues, and we did a Kickstarter. We didn't make our goal. We had a pretty high... Which, I'd like us to, to touch on that, for sure. Um, yeah, let's get that. Because, first of all, we want to thank everyone who, who gave us support, not only during the Kickstarter, but throughout this entire process, you know. Yeah, we should reach out to everyone that helped us with the comic book. I mean, if you think sitting down and editing photos is hard, try uh, wrangling 30 people yeah 20 people a night they're all on the same day to get together and you know because it's really uh, do makeup for hours and then go outside and inside and go on location and shoot photos till one in the morning yeah dealing with rain and <laughs> rain obstacles. cold uh, yeah so i'm really huge shout out to everyone that helped out 
And uh, it's kind of funny because nobody knew what they're really getting into. Yeah, neither do we. They're like, uh, well, they didn't even know what a, a photographic comic book. Everyone's like, okay, well, it sounds cool. I'll show up. Right. Um, that was the hardest part I found was like kind of explaining to people what a photographic comic was. Because the minute you say comic, people have it in their head it's illustration. And yeah. so all of a sudden you're like, no, no, it's with photography. And yeah, it's oh. all photos. And they're like, what? And you don't really have anything to show as reference because it's not really out there. Yeah. Like in my research, I found like a couple and that's about it. And I don't even know if they ever completed them. I just saw a couple samples of a few. Yeah. And and the ones I've seen, they're very like, very short for one. I haven't seen one the size that we've done. There are some coming out on Kickstarter that we've seen. Uh, people are doing some amazing things with compositing. Um, Is there new ones coming out? Yeah, what was that Amazon one? Or oh, okay. So um, the, last, the last Amazon, I've talked with the creators. I'm actually... Uh, I really like these guys. They're awesome. Yeah. They support us too, right? Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes. I bought theirs and it should be coming in the mail anytime soon. So I'm super pumped. Awesome. So their artist, lead artist, David Garanjo. Sorry if I messed up your name, buddy. Um, yeah, he does amazing work. So he kind of photo bashes these characters. So he's got two real life female characters that he bases his characters off. But he sort of... Um, pieces them together and uses reference photos of their faces but also photos that he finds online mm. he um he can digitally paint the outfits and the scars and all that kind of stuff man so they're not even in the studio shooting or anything oh wow where yeah. do they shoot these they're not shooting anything really i think they just kind of um yeah like i said they just have some photos of these girls and he just kind of digitally paints it over wow. and just finds references Seems a of, lot easier than what we did <laughs> Yes and no. I mean, the guy's got to find a ton of reference photos to get right facial expressions and uh, uh, lighting and all that stuff. Right. And he's got a, some pretty cool tutorials showing. Um, they have a Patreon. We can always link to that as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd say you guys go check it out. Uh, are they still on Kickstarter? They're done with Kickstarter, but they got their prints and they're selling them online so you can check them out definitely check it out it's called the last amazon yeah and they're also going to be working on a i think it's a video game that they're working on now oh sweet yeah for the last amazon no they got a new one coming out oh cool um yeah whatever they got some cool stuff check them out anyways our process is different we're actually photographing real people the point is the whole story is um no one really knew what to expect and we had a couple group facebook chats so when i dropped the first photo uh, finished photo people are like oh damn like that's what this is <laughs> right like it looks like a scene like from a movie just like a, a movie still right yeah so they're all pumped about it and everyone was very supportive um like i said we tried the kickstarter we had a very high goal we were trying to raise ten thousand dollars because now that's what i want to touch upon because uh yeah uh, in hindsight, we probably should have made the goal a little lower, but at the same time, we were dealing with high printing costs because when you have not just one comic, but two, that's two different printing runs, essentially. So we'd have to order what minimum is, was it 500? Well, there was a 250 right. and that would have cost us something like 12 bucks an issue. Mm. And then, uh, five, if we, we, we said we're going to try and do 500 issues a piece. Right. And I think that was going to end up costing us around like eight bucks an issue or something. Right. So price goes down depending on how much you order. Yeah, we got like a sixty-four page one, and then the other one was like uh, forty-six or something like right. that. So I mean, that's a 
those are big. And you can't just do the side uh, staple on those ones, right? Which would have made it way cheaper. You had to get the side stitching. You need the full binding, right? The full binding there. So that's a full. Because we're dealing with different cost level issue, right? So I mean, that alone is uh, plus the quality of the paper matters because we're not using illustrations; we're using real photos. So we need something that really kind of stands out. So in terms of the quality and the amount of printing required, it's pretty pricey. Yeah, and I, I can got... understand why people stick to 20, 23, 24 pages. Yeah. And, you know, to be fair, I mean, I picked some pretty nice quality paper. Um, we were trying to use Print Ninja, who's based over in China. And they sent some samples, which is really cool. And there's one I really liked. I liked the, uh, the feel of the paper. Um, the thickness was just right. right. The coating was right. You can have an additional um, foil. Mm like a colored foil. So our logo on Van City Outbreak has all this cool green smoky effect to it. And I thought that would look wicked like in foil. Yeah. And they told me, like I contacted them on the phone. They're like, yeah, you just need a Photoshop file with this and this kind of layers. And I'm like, yep, totally worth it. It's going to look awesome. This book's going to be good quality. Um, so that's why we had such a high goal. Um, what are your thoughts on Kickstarter, our first run? I think it's great. I mean, we did get a lot of support and uh, we had some interest. Like we did raise like, what, 17, 1800 by the end of it? Yeah, it was over 1800. So we and, had about 20%. And these funded. are all from like small donations. So, I mean, it showed that there was some interest. We obviously, we were always told that our first project, um, you always think your first project is going to be the one that takes off and yeah, takes you get you to Hollywood. Yeah, you get so pumped about it. Like, yeah, after <laughs> you know this, I mean? we're going to be making Fan City Outbreak TV shows or movies. And right. But any creative I've talked to, they go, no, your first one's going to flop. It's going to be your baby. It's going to flop. But you got to just go back, improve, do better. And uh, so that's where we're at. Yeah. And uh, we don't consider it a flop, though. It's not a flop. It was awesome. I mean, I, I love maybe those we didn't make to death. Yeah, like, maybe we didn't make the goal, but I mean, we got other methods we're going to be trying to get the printing cost. Yeah, we got some grants we're applying for currently. Uh, we're using sort of Van City as leverage to say hey look you know we know how to do this yeah that's that's the key thing i mean just the learning experience alone is just so key and at the end of the day this wasn't about selling comics and whatnot we wanted to make a comic and wanted to see if we can do it and not only did we do it but we made a graphic novel like we we, we made a whole you know two issue big comic so yeah i think yeah, that's freaking awesome yeah and i'm proud and i love that. it and I'm I, proud of everyone who was a part of it. I mean, some of the some of the shots and the expressions that they gave out were just phenomenal. Yeah, I'll, I'll make that as a quick point right now. I mean, with illustrated comics, you know, you can draw someone's face and their facial expression, but um, we had real actors working on this. Mm-hmm. Talented actors, I might say. And even when I was shooting it, um, like there's a scene where Sue... Or, Sue you, you, Sarah, was crying in that. And I'm like, yeah. I'm sitting there behind the lens like, I'm, I'm gonna cry right I'm like damn you're good i'm yeah. like the facial expressions when she's getting attacked by a zombie like the fear in her face it's so authentic like you can't draw that yeah and i think that's a big i think that might be a big appeal with these photographic comics oh for sure and i think like it's a it's a whole new genre basically and no one's really used to it i think we even had like a couple people like we, we put yeah. some ads out facebook ads and we had some 
some comments kind of like, oh, this is what happens when you, you can't draw or something like that? Yeah, I mean, there's going to be trolls and I, I, like, I tend not to focus on those. Like, luckily, I didn't get the opportunity to, to write back to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'd be mean or anything, but I'd be like, yeah, you're 100% on point. Yeah. Like, I can't draw. Years of customer But I service, can tell uh, a story with a photo. Yeah. And if that's my medium, that's my medium, right? Sure. Like it's a it's go. a way of telling stories, really. I mean, and I like working with the actors. Like we met so many cool people, mm-hmm. like makeup artists, and um, like. And then you'll and you, if we continue, we'll have them on the show, and you'll, oh, you'll we're continuing for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. What I'm saying, uh, we'll we'll definitely get some some of them as guests and talk because they have a lot of different projects going on as well. And yeah, I actually um, Matt. I just went to go see him play. He was at the Roxy? Yeah, he was at the Roxy, so I went to go watch him play. He rocked out some tunes. Yeah. Um, I'll be shooting Roberto tonight. So Matt was, uh, he played Hunter in our first issue. Yeah, I should say. So he, had yeah. the, uh, he had the big moment where he's shooting all the zombies with his rifle. Yeah, everyone loves that shot. Yeah. Bullets flying. Or Bullets flying. Bullet, bullet shells flying. flying everywhere. and Yeah, it's a pretty badass shot. Yeah. Um, so moving forward... Uh, we got another comic in the works right now. Okay, I'll let you uh, discuss yeah, this one. So this one, uh, we, we've been planning this one for a while. So we've we've kind of sat down and wanted to do a spy comic uh, with some powerful, you know, female uh, spy squad. So I'm currently developing the script for that. Um, I think I'd say about halfway. Um, it's one of those things where um, I really want it to be perfect. So I've rewritten it about hundred times but you know until i get it right it's gonna i'm sure there'll be 50 more, more rewrites yeah. yeah but uh it's so far i'm really excited about it we're trying to do a futuristic sort of cyberpunk world with a spy um spy element espionage element mm-hmm. um and really it's just uh we want to do a badass car chase in the first one so, yeah yeah and, that's uh, my idea i love cars and um i'm working right now with unreal engine and we have get, um, someone to play the main spy, right? Yeah, so, oh yeah, we should mention, it's, it's going to be three main female characters. Uh, we got one of them casted so far. Um, one of the villains I have casted, but she's a hard one to get. Mm-hmm. To get. She likes to travel the world a lot. Right. So we're going to have to catch her when she's in town. Yeah. That's the, that's the hard thing about doing <clears throat> these kind of shoots, is that um, the people we're using are working in the industry, so... It might yeah. be hard to secure a time to get everyone. Yeah. I still don't know how we got 20 people just to come out for Van City. I mean, in some back alley. <laughs> <laughs> some back alley, yeah, I know. Well, some CD back alley. you know, that's another big issue with this is we did have people drop out the night before. Right. One of the main characters who's playing um, uh, you, Sarah's boyfriend, her husband. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He dropped out the day before. Right. So, And then a couple zombies dropped out. So we had to use um, a friend of mine, uh, Carlin Escagara. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. He he was amazing. Yeah. I'm so happy we got him because killed it. He did such a good job and he's such a cool guy. And I'm following him. Yeah. I'm following him online and he's Mm. doing pretty well for himself. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so that's that's sort of the the hard thing about this is getting people together. and, And if that's not hard enough, it's getting people together at the same time. Yeah. What works for everyone's schedule is almost impossible. And we should mention, we did on like a $0 budget. Yeah, really. We, we bribed them with pizza and wine. And, yeah. <laughs> and then I promised to just blast them on social media as much as I can to promote them. Yeah. 
and so, uh, but and that's going on like zero reference images. Like they had really no idea what they're getting into. Went on hundred percent by trust. I'm pretty sure some people showed up thinking it was a movie. Right. I think so too. They came like with their lines was, prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like backstories for their zombie. Yeah, I like that though. That's yeah, which is wicked. All power too. That know? was Paige. Um, I worked with her again, actually, a couple of times. I shot her maternity photos, and she's oh, awesome. She was a gruesome zombie. She was awesome. Yeah, yeah. We went out and did another zombie shoot with a makeup artist, Katie. And yeah, she had a backstory for that. She had like a little balloon, and she had a whole story, and. She just comes prepared. She comes ready to rock it. And yeah. She did. She looked awesome, too. That's what I love. I find, like, with this city, there's such a creative hunger out there. And everyone is just just wanting to create, wanting to do stuff. And they don't care about, you know, like, they'll, they'll just get out there and, and make it happen. I see Roberto, Roberto Lanzas. Um, he's always out there. He's crazy. I call him, like, <laughs> if you watch Game of Thrones, I call him the many-faced god. Because every time I see him, he's playing a new character. Yeah, and we're not even just talking movies or shorts. He's out. I yeah. saw him one time as Charlie Chaplin. And yeah, he goes Street. around Gastown, dressed up as Charlie Chaplin, just, yeah, just walking his, around. Does his whole bits around the the steam clock, <laughs> and it's just hilarious. He records them, and um, he's you know really well known in the photo community as well. Right, he's probably shot with every photographer here. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if they're you know doing six hours of makeup on his face or he's in this suit and tie mm-hmm. or he's come out to be like a badass he just i don't know he pulls it off in every shoot and it's crazy which is so perfect for what we want to do because we have so many different characters and and sort of personalities that we want to portray so if we can use him to to bring those to life i mean why not yeah and that's that's again like the fun part of meeting all these new people yeah and we'll definitely get these people on and we'll start doing more interviews. This is just our first podcast here, just breaking it in. Mm-hmm. And it, there's also a lot of interest from other local creatives too. Like we had how many you know, models and actors reach out and be like, dude, I want to be a part of this. Yeah. And that's, just, that's kind of the fun part too. Once we mm-hmm. started throwing out the, you know, what we had created already, still a lot of people thought it was, you know, a still from a movie yeah like no it's a comic book and then you show them a page you're like oh man like can i be part of the next one type thing and yeah um was it your sister's boyfriend who is it the basketball player that wanted to be part? oh of yeah joy haywood uh yeah he wanted to be a part of it he's a he's a really really talented ball player um we also had uh virgil yeah virgil davies virgil davies incredible i see virgil i really really loved his work and I'd like to work with him in the future as like, get him as a good villain or something. He's got a good badass villain look. He does. He's got the beard. And We're gonna originally have them as uh, Van City Outbreak, uh, like enemies, sort of like the Craster brothers. I think were. Yeah, yeah. That was that was one of our original ideas, but uh, I mean that that remains to be seen. Um, I don't know. Are we gonna continue Van City Outbreak? Or are we gonna continue with the spy comic? You know, I think, you know what I think is going to happen is I think the spy comic is going to be the one that sets us up. Yeah. And then people were like, well, who are these guys? And then they're like, I'm like, oh, they had another whole comic series before this? Like two issues? Yeah. Maybe they'll check that out. And then I think if that gains a lot of traction and, and interest, then yeah, I got no problem doing some more. Yeah. Like, I'd love to continue. Who doesn't want to do more movie. zombie stuff? I man? love zombie stuff. It's the best. There's so much be- fun adding people's heads exploding and stuff. <laughs> 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 like nothing wrong with that. So you won't be much of that in the in the spy comic. It'll be more gadgets and whatnot. 
Yeah, it won't be as gory, I don't think. But I also want to touch on uh, another project we're working on. We're not just doing photographic comics. I do love illustrated comics. I love the art in it. So I'm um, working with a artist out of Nigeria. His name's Hezali John. I hope I'm saying that right. He is a really, really talented guy. Um, and so we kind of came together and we wanted to make a comic um, and just collaborate and make one. So we started hashing out ideas and he's like, I'm thinking we should do like gangs in New York type thing. And I'd like to have people, you know, separate in their own units and gangs, uh, do something with that. And so I was left with a story. So we came up with Pariah, which is basically a, um, a story about a man who's taken from his daughter, falsely accused, put on a, an experimental prison island where he's left to fend for himself. Uh, the day he comes, it comes to a brutal uprising and everyone comes, uh, separates into their different factions and gangs. And so it becomes just one big power struggle for this island. Um, there's also some other surprises in there, which will come out later. But that's just being uh, worked on right now. And uh, we're, we're excited. So I think that's like three three projects we got for Whiplash right now. Yeah. And I've seen some of the concept art so far. And it looks pretty cool. Yeah. And I think you found a, a colorist as well? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's out of Britain. Um, we're not at that stage yet. Uh, I think we're just starting our first panels now. We just got through the concept art phase. Um, and that alone is a lot of work because... You're designing the gangs uh, from top to bottom. You're designing each individual character. So it takes quite a bit of time, but it's also very yeah. fun. So is he doing the outline as well? The outline? No, I'm doing the outline. No, not like the story. I mean like the actual drawing of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's penciling and inking. Okay, perfect. And then I believe he can do lettering, uh, but if not, letters, I think it's like 10, 15 bucks a page. Yeah. I've seen some, so it's not the worst. Yeah, so a lot of people should know. It's usually, you know, a team of three, four people sometimes to make these comics. Yeah. You got the writer, you got the one that kind of pencils it, mm -hmm. one that does like the ink outline, and you got the colorist. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you have an extra person to do all the lettering. Yeah. Um, it yeah. Takes, it takes a and lot. And layout. That's why it's good. Sometimes you can find our, a lot of uh, inkers are also pencilers. Like they, I find they kind of do the same thing, but. Yeah, it's hard to really find a good team that meshes well, but also can meet deadlines. Yeah. Um, and that's, if you ever collaborate with an artist of some sort, like you got to expect that's not going to pan out like 80% of the time, just because a lot of things happen. There's, um, you know, people have lives and, you know, other things come up. And I've just noticed that like you get so excited about these projects, then all of a sudden it just goes cold. I had a children's book about a potato salad monster, which I'm still waiting on. <laughs> I was actually paying him too, but uh, he just went cold on me. So yeah, that sucks. That's all right. I'll get to it one day. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty tough. You really, you got to want it, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, even with my life, I was kind of working full time, have the kid all night, put the kid to bed. And then, you know, my time from like eight o'clock till 12 o'clock or whatever it's time to work on the, the comic. Right. And doing that, like, all the time. So, yeah. I mean. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Well, you got to have like, the motivation for it, right? Yeah. And keep in mind, like, we haven't made a penny off this. So, it's like, this is something we obviously do out of passion right now. And it's it's something you got to just love or else you're mm -hmm. just going to be miserable. But when you see that final product, like, when you... Especially for me, like when I was toiling away in my, my dark you know room, just writing these scripts, 
and then to see it come alive when Reed shoots it and then add in the effects, it's it's mind boggling. It's like this came out of my head and now it exists. Yeah. So that aspect of creation is what really drives me, um, gets me up. Yeah, it's super cool, man. And like, like, oh man, I'm so freaking pumped for this new one. Yeah. Like the sci-fi. This is this one's gonna be a lot more work. It's gonna be I'd probably say like ninety percent composited. Right. So the cool thing about the last one, the Van City Outbreak, is it was shot on location. Yeah. So I'm not cutting out characters. I'm not adding them to the background and trying to color match and perspective and, you know, saturation and trying to match everything to make it look legit. It was legit. That was an alleyway, you know, like that was some, I don't even know what the heck that was. Some industrial area we shot at night, Um, you know, security guards wondering what the heck you're doing. And um, we had police roll by. (laughs) Yeah, we have police roll by. Because if you picture this, we have about 20 people um, in a back alley. Some of them are dressed as zombies. The other ones are carrying uh, prop guns. But yeah, they big look guns. Big and they all look real. And machine guns. So naturally, when the police roll by and they see, you know, <laughs> Roberto <laughs> holding up yeah. a, a machine gun, they're going to be like, all right, what are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on um, the first shoot, I was kind of blocking an alleyway. And I thought, figured at night, you know, it wouldn't really make a big difference. I didn't think cars would be trying to pass by. Yeah. But I had my car parked right in the middle as part of the scene and blocking it. And all these cars kept trying to come. I'm like, man, it's like, it's like, like nine what? o'clock at night. <laughs> Why are you trying up. to cut through here? Like, get out of here. Type thing. And, drugs. Then, and then like a security guard came and um, Jonathan was one of the zombies. I'm like, Jonathan, can you go talk to that guy? Mm. He's walking up this guy like a zombie. <laughs> this guy, I don't know what he was thinking. He's coming out of the dark. And he's like, yeah, I just talk to him and we're just, you know, shooting some photos. And the guy was pretty cool. Luckily, he didn't tell us to, like, you know, get the heck out because yeah. that would have ruined everything. That's kind of the risk that we were taking with these location shoots. We and shot it completely gorilla. Like, we, you know, we just went there and did it. Yeah. And these were, like, full-on days, like, makeup at, like, 8 in the morning. And finding a location is not easy because there's so many different rules about permits and whatnot. So if you're on a certain sect of land that belongs uh, to the city, uh, you have to pay for a permit uh, unless it's on a private property, which we did and we got permission. But um, and it's just like these weird rules. Like if you have more than one van, you suddenly have to pay like an extra 500 bucks to this. Get this yeah, bigger yeah. license. And yeah. If you have, you have like to get fake guns, you got to have someone that has like gun control guy or something like that. I don't yeah. know. There's all these weird rules we're reading. I'm like, man. It's a lot of work. You like, guys are making this difficult for us. Yeah. Because we really wanted to shoot it by right by Science World. Kind of wanted to have Science World in the background. Just it's have like, it burning or something. Yeah, I kind of wanted to have that thing on fire. <laughs> Damn, I wish we would. Sorry, Science World. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's just some of the struggles we had to, to deal with. But I think with the next one, it's going to be a lot of compositing. Yeah. And like with, with every time we do it, we get better, so... The first uh, comic we shot, it was, uh, it was, oh, yeah, the first comic we shot, it was pretty good. Uh, it was tough. Like we, you know, we went over time, like we, I think it was like 12 hours. Oh, for the whole day. Yeah, probably. I mean, we yeah. started makeup around like eight or eight thirty or something. We and finished. we're kind of just running around like headless chickens. Like we didn't know what we were doing. We we're like, all right, uh, so we got to get our call times here and then get yeah. our makeup artists done and then. Yeah, we had like what one, two, three, four, probably four makeup artists here. Yeah, working on all the the actors, and then we're just kind of chatting, and then 
when we're ready as my turn to freaking just do it all and just we go out and we shoot it and direct the actors and that's kind of the fun part too i've never really you know i've directed on some photo shoots but like this is a whole different level like we had to pump out an entire comic in one night yeah so it was really just like i don't know but it's good rapid experience, fire man. just like bang 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 we need this shot and mm. i have my book with my uh, my storyboards and you can see that book one day it's just it's covered in fake blood because <laughs> I was just, you know, firing the shots, getting everything we need, put the book down, move the camera, move the lights, get the actors in place. In the, in the place. I'm like, all right, guys. Like, they don't even know what they're doing. We didn't really have a script to show them much, right? No. I'm like, okay, you guys are kind of fighting right now because you're being too loud and zombies are all around, so we're not trying to make noise. Um, so I'm just, you know, describing it to them. They got about two seconds to get themselves together. I shoot the photos. Next scene. Right. Um, there's one scene that we kind of made intestines. I looked up online how to make intestines out of marshmallows and latex <laughs> and covered it in fake blood. So, you know, my camera gear got sticky because they're playing with that. Um, like the, like I said, the script is all full of fake blood. I want to give a shout out to Tristan Huff for uh, putting that in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chewing the shit out of those. Yeah, but it looked freaking cool. Yeah, it looked amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, it was awesome. And um, this next one will be way different. Right now, I'm just less trying to gruesome, learn. less intestines. Um, yeah, I guess so. Well, <laughs> yeah, this yeah, this probably pull out a little. This will be more of a spy action, not so gruesome horror version, I guess. Yeah, I'd say I so. still like some blood. Oh, we're gonna put blood for sure. <laughs> That's just my style. But uh, yeah, this one I'm kind of learning right now. Unreal Engine Four, so you can get some cool 3D backgrounds on there. Yeah, which I'm gonna say right now is kind of what I'm leaning towards because I like. The video game concept look and what's that the... well just just the style of it it's, oh, okay it's sort yeah. of cartoonish but still like video games now look freaking so badass right. you can almost hardly tell yeah so it's going to be kind of like a mix of that but what i like about it most is you can build these scenes like you can pay like 80 bucks and get like a you know a small little alleyway of some cyberpunk scene mm. right but then it gives you all the pieces and then you start building onto it and I'm going to try and create like a small city block of cyberpunk I saw style. some of that on your computer. And it's uh, to me, it's, it might as well be in like Greek. Because I, I don't know like what. like You basically have all these separate pieces like a lamppost, like a, a chunk of sidewalk, like mm-hmm. a brick. Mm-hmm. And you're literally with this program just building your own yeah. scene with Moving it. Moving it, rotating it, putting it over here. Does this make like the people that make these things like hats off to you guys, man? Like, yeah, like I'm just learning this now, and I'm like super turtle slow at this, man. Like, me moving a piece over there and getting it there. And you can watch these online videos, these people put together like a whole scene in a few hours, right? And, um, you know, it's a learning experience, man. This is a whole new program to me, I'm working with it. But the, the, uh, the cool part about it is, I'm not out there looking for reference photos. Mm. If I need a cool shot of a you know cyberpunk city town like from the street, and I want it down at the ground, like how hard is that to find online? Right. It's impossible. Yeah. And then you, if you do find it, then you got to pay all these rights for it and all mm. that kind of crap. I'm like, whatever, man. Like with this, I can move the camera wherever the hell I want, mm. any direction I want. I can. Um, I've been playing with the camera settings. You can add the blurs. It's full on camera settings on this thing, so it would. 
to me, I'm just like, ooh. Yeah. And I get the, the lighting too. Yeah. Which to me fascinates the hell out of me because I can add any lighting I want. So I just I just tried the other day. I found a 3D character I could put in there. Mm. And you just, you already see the lighting on them. Oh. So I think. So it automatically like. Well, it automatically lights the scene. Well, like the character. In proportion so, to where it's facing, so if you have yeah, so if okay. I you got half of them in a shadow, half of them in a light, yeah, then I know how to shoot my my actor. Mm. I'm like, okay, I'll just try and match this. So, previs is going to be like pretty big on this. Yeah. Whereas before, I should mention how I storyboarded the other one. <laughs> I was just gonna say maybe we should use that for storyboarding for. That's pretty much what we're gonna do, man. I mean, I think that's just going to be the best way to do it. Just have like that figure and we put it into different poses and different backgrounds so we can get an idea of... I can't pose them. I don't think I... Well, oh, we I, don't well, even need... We just have them generally where we would want them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We can direct Maybe them I can there. pose them. I don't know. I haven't played around with it yet. It's not that but important. The, it's just to get the basic... He is rigged, ideas. which means he's got a bone structure and I can move joints. But I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'll, I'll learn that in a second. Because if you've <laughs> seen... Uh, you should... I wish we can show you guys what we did for our previous storyboarding. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was going to say. So basically, um, everyone was kind of relying on my, my stick figure drawings. Which is still better than I can draw. So Yeah, so like, the, let's just break down the process real quick. Like, Kale would write the story, right? Mm -hmm. He would give it to me. Then I would start storyboarding it. And, you know, basically, I'd just draw some crappy rectangle as my, uh, my frame. I'd start drawing in like okay so i'm gonna probably do it from this angle um this looks cool and like my drawings are horrible like they're the worst and but if you see like from the horrible drawing to the actual picture how it turned out there's yeah. some that looks like like you can see the inspiration from the the yeah. like the the concept i got it in my head yeah i know what i want to capture I know it's just I cool, like it. when I you want. see, like, say Matt smashing that zombie's head through the glass. Yeah. How you drew it compared to how it looked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like night and day. Or like Roberto about the crack of uh, August's head. Oh, with the bat lights yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of funny, my my terrible drawings. But uh, that's the thing. I have it in my head. Right. I don't know how to draw it. If and I knew how to draw it, this would probably be an illustrated comic. <laughs> you don't know. But and it's, it's really just for us. Like it doesn't have to see anyone else's eyes. It's so we're on the same page. Yeah, I, because I, I, yeah. I stand with the clipboard and I try to make sure every scene kind of follows that, you know, the story or if there's a separate emotion that needs to be showed. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's kind of like what I was saying when we're out there shooting. I'm like, basically, hey, guys, check out this photo or like, not photo, check out my awesome drawing. Yeah. Um, you know, like Roberto, you're behind the zombie right now. You got a full like backswing ready to smash his head. And uh, August, you're the zombie. You sit there looking all dazed because he's already cracked you in the face with the bat before. Right. That's what knocked you down to your knees. That's why he's going to finish you off. And then, uh, yeah, like I got a picture in my head. It kind of worked out too because I had a picture in my head as a full moon. And it was a full moon when we shot. <laughs> yeah. So the moon's not even fake in the background. It's actually legit. We got lucky. We got really lucky. And that helped too because it... The full moon really lights right. the dark outside. Yeah, which made it a lot easier for me to. By the way, the first uh, the first one we shot, which happens to be the second comic, uh, Crossings, was shot at Reed's house. So the scenes yes. uh, with, you know, um, Jane and saving saving her husband or him dying, uh, that was shot right on his couch. And then right after we went outside in the back alley, did the back alley scenes, and then went out into the street, finished yeah. the rest. Yeah, to, to get technical here, 
for anyone that likes lighting and photography. We shot this. It wasn't quite dark outside yet, but I did a test the night before. I have um, a window with uh, the, the blinds, right? Yeah. And I stuck a light outside with a blue gel and shone it in so it looked like moonlight was shining in. So you get the lines all along the wall to add some interest in the background. Nice. So it wasn't just some boring looking room, right? I tried to make it look kind of cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, well, that's technical. <laughs> but it looked awesome. cool. And uh, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, man. Well, I think we're coming up at uh, 40 minutes here. So this is our uh, first ever podcast. Is that 40 minutes already? It's already 40 minutes. No wonder Rogan goes for like three freaking hours. <laughs> no, Rogan, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're no. definitely not Rogan yet. Yeah, that guy's crazy. Yeah, we're Nogan. <laughs> well, um, we're getting there, man. I think it's going to be a lot more fun when we get the, a third person and we're going to interview. Yeah, yeah. We're going to start bringing on some creatives, um, some of the people that you might have seen in the comic. Um, we're also just going to, you know, bring out whoever's got something creative. So if you're a creative out there, musician, writer, uh, model, actor, whatever, um, we would love to have you on and talk about what's going on. Um, our biggest thing with Van City Outbreak was to be able to give all these starving creatives a shot, um, to, to do, do something different that would help their careers. Um, and I, I believe it's, it's worked for some people, right? Yeah. We've had, um, like. You, Sarah, for instance, yeah. I did a photo shoot with her and um, kind of a badass shot. Actually, it was part of this comic. Mm-hmm. It was a badass shot of her with like a knife and like another couple ones with like a gun and smoke in the background. And she was um, typically being cast as like the girl next door look. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the di- casting directors saw one of those photos and was like, is that you? Yeah. She's like, yeah, that's me. And he's like, okay, you're not the girl next door. We're going to put you as this badass character. Yeah. And yeah, she got to do like uh, martial arts training for it and everything. And she had she actually put her, I don't know if that's the same one, but she had a, a clip that she posted where she's in the forest and she got this sword. I saw that. It was and she's like awesome. doing a wicked sword fight. I'm like, holy shit. It was awesome. Like, that's awesome. So yeah. I mean, like she, she messaged me personally. She's like, yeah, listen, like that one cool photo you did, you know, got in front of a casting director. I'm not playing the, the, the girl next door right now. Yeah got this badass role i'm so happy like i got to do some martial art training i'm like yeah that's freaking awesome man and that's that's really a big goal of ours too i really want these people to be you know this help them on their career right because like if you can show that in front of someone like yeah this is me in a comic book like who sees comic books right and like see them in action like and that's that's kind of the cool part about it is i like my photos looking cinematic yeah so you can put that in front of a casting director and like, this is how wicked I look like with a gun. Yeah, because you're not doing impressions. You're, yeah. you're embodying the character just as yeah, you Yeah, you're already doing film. like a part, right? You already like know your role and you're like, okay, I'm gunning down like three zombies right now. Like, ah, you know? Yeah. And it's not a photo of them on some boring white background. Right. Like this is like all done up, edited, effects, bullets, smoke, flying out of the screen. Like, like yeah. that's not badass. To get your cast in something cool, like, I don't know what is, man. Yeah, and I mean, that's just really what we want to do. I mean, with the Spy Comics, no different. Uh, we're just looking to sort of elevate the some of the creatives around here um, and, and really tell their story and get their projects out there because uh, I think it's good for everyone when, when everyone's kind of... Yeah, I mean, uh, one of our characters that we casted for the Spy Comic, Katie, she's already... Quite a popular cosplayer. Yeah. She was at the Fan Expo as one of the special guests. I went to go see her and, you know, she had three different outfits for the three different days and 
Um, and she makes her own costumes, right? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Her and her husband make these um, amazing costumes. Like, I had a photo shoot with her to do Tomb Raider, and he was telling me he spent some winter months learning how to make, like, the chainmail, like, the, the metal pieces together. Wow. And made this whole outfit for her, and um, I, recently they just got a 3D printer. Oh. So wow. that's going to work out for some cool stuff. But, um, like, she's always doing cosplay stuff, and I told her, I'm like, you know what would be awesome? And this is really, like, a goal of mine, is this comic gets big, and people are going to come to cosplay things. Like these fan expos as your character. Oh, I'm like, how cool would that be? Dream come true. Like you, like something that like we you, created, yeah, and then there's other people. Yeah, like you mimicking all these different awesome heroes and stuff, like right. Harley Quinn and blah blah blah. Like, how cool would it be if you went to one of these things and, you know, we had a booth set up and someone came like, dressed as your character. That's like, really my ultimate dream. I mean, I would love that. Even if someone just walked up and, and said, hey, I really like your comics, like, you yeah. know, can you sign here? That to me would be everything because it just yeah, it shows yeah. that it's 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 still hard for me to believe that whatever comes out of my head, people are reading or people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just the process of creation. And when someone goes and, and appreciates it or, or reads it, and that, even if it's negative or positive, this fact that they're reacting to it to me is is huge. Yeah, I'd rather have someone hate it and voice that they hated it after reading it than yeah. to just ignore it altogether. Yeah, and you can turn that hate into your drive. Yeah, you could be like, okay, well, what didn't you like about it? You don't have to be like, well, screw you, dickhead. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be like, all right, tell me. You know, I it's all a learning process, right? Yeah, maybe someone's gonna hate my photos. You're like, oh, your photos suck, man. Like, I way rather have a drawing. I'm like, cool, man. Stick with illustrated comics. It's yeah. not gonna be for everyone. Absolutely not. And that's the thing. If you go in thinking you're going to please everyone, it's going to sting when people don't are, aren't reciprocating it. So I think the biggest thing is just to understand that you're going to have an audience. Uh, it may not be the majority, but they'll have an, your own audience. There's, you know, seven, whatever billion people on this earth. There's got to be a good chunk that'll like your work. It's just about finding them. Yeah. Putting yourself out there and showing the passion. I think a lot of people attach themselves to the passion. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what happened with Vance the Outbreak. They saw how much you know interest we had in in doing this and they're like well we don't know exactly what they're doing but they look like they are passionate enough to figure it out and we finished it and we did that's kind of the crazy thing i kind of you know not for one second i think i wasn't going to finish it but i've seen people just like stop their projects like halfway through or like this is taking too long i can't figure this out like i figured out a ton of shit along the way man (laughs) like my skill level is like much better i think oh for sure um even in writing myself, like I, yeah. I've come a long way since Vance of the Outbreak. And, uh, you know, I've loved learned to, you know, things along the way, such as not taking up so much room on the page for text and leave a little more for images. Yeah. Um, just just small things like that. And um, we got to learn how to break it down to be like 25 pages. Which I can, I can do that. Yeah. It's just, I think we're just going all out for Vance of the Outbreak. We're like, we're just going to tell this giant story, figure it out. Yeah. And now we know to dial it back a bit. And Yeah, if we ever want to get these things printed. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's a killer. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, like we got the drive for it. We're passionate about it. I'm going? super excited. And oh. another thing I'm really excited about is going to comic book shows, man. I want a table. Yeah. I want a table and I want to have like Pariah. I want to have Van City Outbreak. I want to have the Spy series. Whatever else we come up with. Right. I mean, they have like like posters behind us and like you could sell like individual prints yeah i want characters. like yeah i want to sell prints um 
I think that's going to be so much fun. And like you mentioned earlier, like if someone came up and like, yo, like this is awesome. Can you sign it? Yeah. Or even if they just bought so cool. one with or their just cash. Bought just bought one. Yeah. yeah. Buy a print, buy a bookmark. I don't care anything. That's exciting to me. Like getting your art out there and people actually appreciating it. That's huge. Like I went to the Fan Expo. I went to go see Katie and go around and talk to the other cosplayers and the artists. And um, man, there's some amazing work out there. It's incredible. Yeah. And um, I've talked to this guy, John. He's pretty popular in the, in the comic book world. And he's like, man, if you got good work and you go to these events, like you see these people, they're selling their prints for like 20 bucks a piece. Mm. Right? He's like, if you got good work, man, like I'll buy it. you make a great, great weekend for you. Yeah. Because those tables aren't cheap. I asked a couple people and they're like 500 bucks a table. 500 bucks? And then you still got to supply 600 all bucks. the banners. And... Yeah. And you still want your, your thing to look, to look <laughs> Sorry cool. Sorry about the coffee. I'm just getting over a cold. That's it. You're fired already. <laughs> all right. <laughs> jerk so but, yeah anyways that's that's a goal I think that'd be super fun and like we had a fun idea if we uh, get Van City Outbreak printed to kind of do like a a zombie skit right in front of everybody at like oh, one yeah. of these comic cons get I, someone to dress up like a zombie yeah dress up as a zombie and we'll have uh, Roberto dress up as Bruce <laughs> and you know just Take him you know make a big scene like I don't think he cares if he's going around Gastown yeah as you know, Charlie Chaplin. I don't think he he cares much what people's. Think. No, he's he's good. So for if those he's like, everybody down, there's a zombie, and he just you know, pumps him full of lead and drops him down on the ground. Like, all right, guys, table seven to check out the whole story or whatever, right? Like, yeah. I haven't told him this yet. No, he's gonna find <laughs> out right now. Yeah, you're gonna find out right now, Roberto. If you're listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guess what, buddy? You're gonna make a big scene and pump yeah. someone full of fake bullets, and then. Uh, and then bring probably him. get kicked out of Comic Con. Yeah, and then bring him back to our table before you get kicked <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> Fans of the outbreak for life. I'm kidding, right? Get out of here, bum. <laughs> well, I think that's uh, that's we're gonna wrap it up. Um, but I want to thank you guys for listening, and we'll definitely be back. Yeah, we're gonna get start getting some guests on here, and this is just the first of many. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm. I thought it was pretty fun. We're just shooting the shit. Right. And I think uh, with the more projects that people are coming out with, they'll, they can reach out to us and we can have them on. Yeah, if you're a local creative and you got something going on, come on out, man. We'll interview you. All Let's right. hear it. Well, we're signing off. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, this is the Whipcast or the Whiplash Podcast. And yeah. we're out. All right. Cheers, guys. Peace. <laughs>